You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 75, Curriculum Over the Years. This is your manual to becoming the amazing homeschool mom you were called to be. All right, welcome back to this week's episode. Hello, friends. We're on episode 75 today. And we're talking about curriculum. If you remember... Two weeks ago, we told you why your curriculum doesn't even matter, (laughs) (laughs) but just kind of giving you that confidence that it's okay to switch curriculums, like having that connection with your children. It's okay if you don't use it the way it was written. Yes. Or if other people love something and you're like, I hate this. Yeah. To just throw it out. Yes. So last week, we, uh, I guess I got to interview Marin and talk about Family School, which is an online program created by American Heritage. Do they still have the physical of it too? You know what? It sounds like they didn't, okay. that you could print Because I it. did use that once upon a time. I remember that. Our co-op <laughs> were in, I was not in it the very first yeah. year. And the very first year, it was based off of Family School. It was school. based off of Family School. And it's a very good curriculum. I liked it quite a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's good. So we decided we were going to have, Karin had the cutest idea of interviewing all of our friends and creating little episodes about all of this. And they are all busy homeschool moms. And coordinating schedules was becoming very difficult. So we've decided we will just get from them. Like they are just going to write down some of their favorites. And we'll just tell you about it. And we'll just tell you about them. Get to see our friends. I don't think they want to be seen. Um, (laughs) It's intimidating and I get it. Um, So we'll, we'll interview them and get their favorites and we'll be talking about them subject by subject over the next few episodes. Yes. But today we're going to share things that we have used over the years and what's worked and maybe not worked and reasons why we've loved it or not loved it. Yeah. So we are going to break it down into four categories of history, language arts, science, and math. And then each of those are getting their own episode as well of people that we know, trust, and love of different things that they've used in case like different personalities, different family dynamics. Mm -hmm. Like some people I know I've coached have uh, an only child Mm -hmm. and they say like, that sounds like it would work well if you have a thousand children. What do you do? That's what it feels like some days. (laughs) (laughs) Not today. (laughs) Today's been pretty good. So let's dig in with history first. History. Yeah. What are you using this year? Okay, so this year I have only only have two children that I'm teaching history mm. to. Me so, too, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, my oldest is doing his own thing, and my yes. middle and second is doing her own thing. I mean, I can tell you what she's using, but she does it on her own. Yes. So this year I am doing a literature-based history, and I just kind of ask them what time era they are interested in. And Tess actually has been super into Greek mythology. And so I know it's kind of funny because you call it history, but like Greek mythology, but it created their culture Mm -hmm. and a lot of things about them. And so anyway, she wanted to read the Odyssey and I was not going to stop her from reading that. Um, So she's reading the Odyssey and Brigham wanted to do American history. And so I found a book off of Beautiful Feet. And I want to say their website is bfbooks.com. Yeah. And I just picked their history curriculum. And it's just really, it's big text and pictures. And he's able to get through it. He's like, I knew all of this stuff anyway. I'm Uh, like, oh, that's so great. You're so smart. So that's what we're doing this year. But it's not what I've always done. But tell you what you're doing this year. So we are, my, well, three of my kids are using Beautiful Feet this year. And I've used that on and off throughout the years. And I just 
love it. It's it is it's literature based, mm-hmm. and what it comes with if you buy the set is they have like a little teacher guide that just tells you read this many pages today, and here's a couple of questions to discuss, oh, okay. and maybe a journal writing prompt. Um, I haven't always used the teacher guide. I am this year just as like a guideline for how much to read each day because it just helps keep me on track. Um, and I'm doing that with my two youngest. We're doing American history. Oh, okay. Uh, probably also, the same book. It's probably the same thing. We've got like a set of books that we use. And I love it. Um, my kids love it. We've been reading about Leif Erikson and Columbus right now. And um, so it's good. We're doing that. And my middle one is also, she's doing the same thing, but just an upper level. So they have different levels. Um, like there's early elementary and then intermediate and like a more advanced level for like high school up. And so we we're just doing two different levels of that in our home right now. That's fun. Yeah. So it's literally called American history mm-hmm. by Earl. Oh, you have the big Shank. book of it. That's yeah. A I have one. a child's it's, first book of American yeah, that's history. A, good book. a child's first book. It's a fun one. And then we do biographies with like with it. And so I bought the ones from here. So mm-hmm. it had Benjamin Franklin, Pocahontas and Paul Revere. Yeah. And there, I love, I love this author. And now I can. So you're using the intermediate one for him. I am. So Brigitte is fourth grade Mm -hmm. and I picked the intermediate one. So, and I was going between the two because I'm teaching a first grader and a fourth grader. And I started the first couple of days we were doing the intermediate and it was a little above my younger one's head. And I felt like if I just went down, then they both would be totally fine with it. And so we are doing the younger one, the elementary one. For them okay but it's, it's covering like it, most of the books overlap go. even and so it's not much different it's just the pace is different and some of the books are a little different but it's a great 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 curriculum I love oh yeah it. so it has the pocahontas the mm-hmm. benjamin franklin and we actually already own the george washington yeah and, and i owned most of those already the lucky think, we have that one columbus we have that I one i think i didn't have to buy any this time for it yes it's there's the author i like it so i never know how to say it ingry and edgar it's some really great French right there on us but their books are so fun and they're they're really pretty and they have good content yeah so that's what you're doing this year yeah so what have you done throughout the years so we've done that one several years oh okay um but in the past well last year we were using the good and beautiful level one uh year one or whatever they're not really levels they're years yeah um and I liked it and actually, no, we were doing that for two years. We did level one and then level two we were we were going through. And I didn't like the second one as much. It, they changed the format and the style, and I just didn't like it as much. And so we went back to Beautiful Feet this year. Yes, I also tried The Good and the Beautiful last year, and I think we lasted a month. Yeah. Um, Briggy and I were just reading it alone and together, and it felt very discombobulated. And I was never, I never quite understood, like, it was like, go listen to this audio thing. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't listen to the audio thing, then you didn't it didn't make understand. sense. Yeah, it's true. But it was kind of long and dry. <laughs> and so we lasted about a month and then we went back to literature based. Yeah. We prefer the literature based as well for our history. Um, other ones we've tried over the years, we've done Story of the World. We did those quite a while at the beginning when we first started homeschooling. Yeah, we so went I've, for all four years of those. Yes, and that's by Susan Wise Bauer. Mm-hmm. And those are very good. I loved them. We uh-huh. did them when, so at one point I had all six of my kids. So I have seven, right? But the baby's the caboose. Mm-hmm. So when I had all six of them, this was my dream history mm-hmm. curriculum because you read a small story 
And then you were telling me, I remember, I think we talked about this one time. The activity books. The activity book. And I would just pick one, but you were doing all the activities, I wasn't doing right? all of them. No, I would pick oh, okay. a couple. But what I would do is I would, they, the activity guide also lists book recommendations. Oh, that's right. And so we would go to the library and just try to find as many as we could. So like through the month, we were reading different things that went along with it. Um, and we didn't always do it all, but we did a lot of it. And it's fun and it's kind of I pick and really choose and um, fill it in as you like. So that I highly recommend also. Yes, my st kids still have fun memories because we made hardtack one time. Yeah. We made a fish kite. Like yeah, we just great. always did like sewing. We made bags one time. So we always did something, but it worked really well in our family dynamic when everybody was doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I think it was kind of the same for us. My kids were all kind of together and younger. I was doing several at once around the same ages. Mm -hmm. And so it just worked well for us for a few years there. And um, I don't know. Yeah. After a while, and there's not that there's anything wrong with it. But I think for me, as a mom and a teacher, I need variety and our needs as a family change. And so, yes, and I just say it's interesting, too, with Brigham next year will kind of be mostly solo. And I like if I brought other kids over or did it in a co-op, I think it could be super fun. Mm -hmm. But I don't think he'd enjoy it alone. Yeah. I think you're right. And yeah. so, I, I mean, I'm sure it can be for either or, but for me personally, I liked it for More a, in group. Like a group setting. I uh -huh. agree with that. Yeah. And then also we've used, uh, we did one year with the Well-Educated Heart. Okay. Where that was just our history and they have like a, a monthly rotation where it focuses on different topics. And, and how did you like that? Um, honestly, I like the books. But we struggled with the monthly rotation when I tried to follow it because we would just be getting into something and never quite finish it. Oh, and I would, okay. it's time to move on to the next month. And my kids were always disappointed and they didn't want to move on to the next month. They wanted to finish the book we were reading. Mm -hmm. And so after like maybe three months of that, I finally just stopped rotating and just kept reading the ones we were reading that we yes. loved. And if we didn't love it, we'd put it aside and move on to a next one. Yes. I love the well-educated heart philosophy, but the monthly rotation doesn't work for It didn't for work my well mind. for us either. Yes. But I do love their books and the philosophy of it as well. And if you haven't heard of that, I highly recommend checking it out. It's just great stuff. I think we'll do a full episode about Well-Educated yeah. Heart. I'd just actually like, like to it interview a lot. her. <gasps> Marlene. Marlene yes. Peterson. She's amazing. She'd be a fun one to have on. So yeah. maybe that'll happen someday. We'll see. We, we'll see. Put the, if you know Marlene, put the like word out there that we well, want to contact her, her too. I know, but yeah. if like she's your grandma. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then one more that I just want to put a plug in for that I've been helping creating this last couple of months. It's called Covenant Land. And this is very LDS specific with um, Book of Mormon scriptures and prophets. Um, but it brings in, you know, principles of Jesus Christ and American history. And it's really fun. And we are about to release it, but right now just have seven free lessons up that you can check out. What's the website on it's that It's covenantland.com, oh, okay. and I'll link that for you guys. Yes, I did see that. If you sign up for their email, mm -hmm. you get the first seven lessons for free. Yeah, and all of the curriculum, it's being written by a, a big team. Like, over 50 people are helping like, on really it. Like, really amazing people. Um, really cool people. Yeah, so neat. Did you write some of the lessons? I've written we... some, okay. and I've been doing a lot of the editing and the making them pretty. She's and good at stuff it. Stuff like that, but... Um, but what I love about it is this whole thing is not for profit and we're going to donate a hundred percent of the proceeds to Operation Underground Railroad, which I'm super excited about too. Which if you're not familiar with is that they end child trafficking. Yeah. And so they're really cool. Yeah. Okay. So that's some of our history that we've used throughout the years and what we're doing currently. Um, I really loved Beautiful Feet. Yes. And, but I really love literature based stuff too. And so... I love my 12-week rotation, and mm -hmm. it's just super simple. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so let's dig in now to language arts. Alrighty. Language arts. So currently in our family, we are using the good and the beautiful for all my kids. And then we also use Explode the Code books, which are fun. They're just little phonics books mm -hmm. that my kids just love. Um, that's our current. <laughs> okay, so I started with The Good and the Beautiful last year or like a year and a half ago or something like that. And my Joshi hated it, but he also struggles with a bad attitude about a lot of curriculum, if that makes sense, if you have a kid like that. So it was hard to kind of gauge it. Mm -hmm. And then Tess likes it, so she is still doing it. But Brigham is to the point now, he's fourth grade, and he's like, I cannot take this one second more. Aww. Like, I'm, he's almost in tears every day. And okay. I thought, huh. So <laughs> I don't think this is working for us. So I, I think Joshy would have benefited from something different, but mm -hmm. hindsight's twenty twenty, And that's what for the power of forgiveness is for. So what are you doing instead now? <laughs> so Brie, I'm actually going back to the basics. And I've done this a lot with my kids when like they just hate something and it's hard. So we're back to, and I wrote it down because I knew I'd forget the name of it, First Language Lessons by Jesse Wise. And that's from The Well-Trained Mind. And that's where you can buy Story of the World as well. Mm -hmm. And... They are very short and to the point. And so today we said a, what is it? A sentence is a group of words that expresses a complete thought. All sentences begin with a capital letter and end with a punctuation. And then yesterday we talked about what statements were and we came up with statements, right? Like my shirt is black. My, like we're usually silly or something like the floor, the floor is fuzzy or something like that. I was gonna say something sillier, but I decided against it. And then today was a command, right? So I commanded him to do different things. Like, so he pretended, eat a sandwich, make my bed, do these things. And that was the whole language lesson. And all of a sudden he stopped crying to do language <laughs> arts and it's fun again. Yay. And so I, so with him, I've set back, Tess is finishing. This is like the good and beautiful only really goes up to seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And so she'll just finish seventh grade. Um, and then be done with it. And so, Briggy, I'm going back to the first language lessons, and that's what I used with all my older kids, but everybody kept raving about the good and the beautiful, and so I jumped on the bandwagon, and it's just not working for us. Fit for her family. No, and it's a lot, too. And that's geography and what art. we talked about in that episode that we mentioned at the yeah. beginning, where, you know, if something doesn't work, you have to figure out what works for your family, and just because friends are using it does not mean it's going to work for your family. You don't have to feel guilt. No, and, like, the fact that we tried it last year with Joshi, which is funny because then the program he's doing this year he was like i knew what everything meant because of the stupid language arts <laughs> and i was like you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so he did not get to the point of loving it but he has a respect for it now because he can see the point of some mm -hmm. of it mm -hmm. um, but i really like them i also love explode the code and i start about preschool age mm -hmm. with them they have like an abc and then yeah. they do one and they even have halves yeah so if something's a little hard, jump. They yes, and I know way. book four is syllables, which has been hard for every single one of my children, mm -hmm. and I actually save it for very last. Oh, interesting. And so I do it till they are done, and it's usually yeah. about third grade. Yeah, we do the same. And we then handwriting. Them. I love handwriting without tears. Same. We love handwriting without tears also. Um, I also have used that I've loved all about spelling and all about reading. Uh -huh. um, I've used those a lot with like my two oldest, I used those when they were learning to read and those were good for them and they're fun. It's just a more interactive, like mom time. Oh, curriculum. okay. <laughs> like you have to, I don't know. It just, it's a little more involved, which is fine if you have 
less kids and more time to spend with them. Um, but once you get busier and it just feels harder for me, but it is a very good curriculum that I liked a lot and good for teaching reading. Um, and then to teach my kids to read, I have used Happy Phonics by Diane Hopkins for all of my children. Those are so fun. Beca yes, because they're fun. And mm -hmm. so I actually was, you have to cut everything up. And <laughs> so it's like 60 bucks now. And you have to cut everything up. And I actually laminated everything. And so it has lasted through nice. all my children. So Master George gets to use it too. But like right now with him, we we're just playing with puzzles. Karen can see his stash. Mm. And we're singing the alphabet and we're learning how to hold a pencil and we're counting bears and we're just having a good time. And then as he starts progressing, we will go into happy phonics where the very first one is matching the lowercase letters with the uppercase letters and it's a muffin. And so we usually have the babies trying to find their mamas and you start matching it and it just slowly builds upon it. And then I love frontline reading, frontline oh, reader phonics. That. Yes. Uh, it was from my son. My oldest did preschool, mm -hmm. and it was the books that they, that they used, used, and That's I loved great. them. Um, other ones we have used um, for a little older is IEW for their writing. Yes. I like their programs. Those are really good. Um, we used Growing with Grammar for a long time, which is just basically a grammar curriculum. Okay. Um, I used that with Brennan and Elsie for several years, and it's a good, solid grammar curriculum. Not too hard, not too like stressful little mini lessons that they would just do each day. Um, once we started The Good and the Beautiful, we didn't need that because it's kind of in, encompassing there. We've also used Memoria Press. I've never um, even heard of any of these. <laughs> so I have had the privilege as being a homeschool blogger of getting a whole ton of different curriculum okay. for free over the years since I've tried so many and I won't even list all the ones I've tried because it's been a lot. Yeah. You're welcome to go search the <laughs> the back backlog of my posts and read them. Um, but I'll tell you a couple that we've really liked. And that Memoria Press is really cool. It's one of those like all in one box curriculums. Okay. But I really did like their literature grammar English portion of it a lot it was really well done and um in depth and it's it's the classical style of education which is just i think it's a little more intense mm -hmm. um so it didn't necessarily fit our style well but i did really like it was very high quality and really nice stuff so i highly do i do highly recommend them if that's your style yeah. <laughs> of, of learning and then we also like and i think you use this too english from the roots up and that's the that. that's the um Latin and Greek roots. Oh, okay. Yes. So I was like, like do a I? Curriculum, but it's a book and they have flashcards that teaches you the roots of words and what they mean. Didn't you use this before? I thought you mentioned. Yes, that. I did. It's not, I, that's not the one I used, oh, okay. but I did do a Greek and Latin okay. roots. So this is the one I love. And we have volume one and volume two. We're working through volume two right now. And we have loved it. And we just pull that in with our morning, like devotional time. It's not devotional, but it's like our gathering in the morning time and do that. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and it's been really great. I love it. And it's helped my kids to just learn the meaning of words really well. Yeah, so it's funny. So I think I've talked about this before. My husband's undergrad is linguistics, and he is a nerd for words in the most adorable way possible. <laughs> but this was a subject that he was like, I want you to be teaching him languages, and I want him to understand all these things. And yes, you need to know what all these parts of speech are. And I just said, that's awesome. And when I first started homeschooling, I tried to fulfill that request. But if we're being honest, it does not speak to my heart quite like it does with his. Mm -hmm. And so I've learned to 
respect his wishes. And every now and then, if I'm feeling up to the energy, we will add in Greek or Latin roots. But I don't have it in me this semester that or works. term. That's and cool. so, but like when we are reading scriptures, that's when I think this is your moment. This is your opportunity to shine because he learned Hebrew to better understand the Bible mm -hmm. and he learned Greek to better understand the New Testament. But this is the nerdiness and it's sexy. <laughs> but uh, that he also learned their culture so that when they're saying something and doing something that you understood the depth of it, right? Yeah. And then we were even talking this morning uh, and he goes, you can't really take Hebrew numbers at face value because their numbers have, they're not just, he always says the word, they're, is it qualitative? Is that a right word? They, they, all, they have meaning to the numbers, right? Like three is truth. Oh, right. Okay. Stuff like that. Yeah. 12 is the priesthood. So different things like that. So the numbers, so when there's a year, or I mean, they talked about 2,000 something people saw Christ when he, after he was uh, crucified and resurrected. And my husband was like, you can't take that at face value because it was Hebrew culture. So it could literally mean 2,000 people. So I think there's your opportunity to shine. I can't teach all the things. And that kind of goes along with episode 73 of with your curriculum, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's something he's super passionate about. And I, if I were trying to explain that, you heard how well I just tried to explain that. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't speak to my heart, but it does his. And so he gets our kids super excited about mm -hmm. it. That's cool. And so I think, I don't know, that's my two cents when husband's like, you really should teach this. And I was like, oh, thank you for the suggestion. How are you going to work that in your busy schedule? Yeah, like, I can't yeah. wait to see what you do with this. I hope you do it. Yeah. Here you go. So I kind of yeah, washed my fine. hands of some of those things that, like, I'm just going through the motions. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that was a tangent. That's all right. We like tangents yeah. here. Okay, let's move on to science. <laughs> Karen's like, for the love of all things, move on. <laughs> no, you're awesome. Um, science. So what are you doing this year for science? Okay, so I, what is Tessie Girl doing now that we just said this? It is literature-based. And last year, what we did was we had a different science idea. And then I had books that they would read on their own. So like I'm holding this for those on YouTube. It's Gail Gibbons. So this was about sharks. So each kid would read about this book. So say I did a shark lesson on Monday. And then Tuesday, a kid would get the book. Wednesday, a kid would get the book. And Thursday, a kid would get the same book. And um, it was awesome. And it was tons of fun. And just recently, Tess says she misses this because she misses she would create a really funny narration with her a certain penguin named French Fry. Mm -hmm. So it was always science with French Fry and friends. And French Fry is horrid at teaching science. And that was part of the hilariousness of it. Um, so this year, they're just kind of doing literature based. And I cannot remember off the top of my head what book they're reading. I'm trying to look up what my Elsie's reading, too, because I can't remember what it's called either. It's like the Wonders of Creation ones, I think. Let me see if that's it. I know. This is funny. As I, I think I'm all prepared. And they're, um, yeah, it's a nine set. Let me see if that's it. It's not Master Books. Oh, no, that's not it. That's funny. Sometimes when I can't remember what we're doing, I go and see if I've posted about it or a YouTube video. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Well, I can tell you what I'm doing. Oh, I found it. Younger ones. Tell me yours. Yeah. Tess is reading about Tesla. Oh, cool. Um, so I found the book from the Libraries of Hope, which is Marlene Peterson's um, Well-Educated Heart. And I, most of the time she's loved it. Today's narration was hilarious. Like, this book is boring. But I think that was only what she read yesterday, because other than that, she's found it quite interesting. Mm -hmm. And then Briggy, 
Oh, he did. He's actually already finished the book. He went. It was way too easy for him. It was Galileo, and that was from Beautiful Feet. That's why I couldn't remember because his narrations. Okay, I'm is not getting the his narration. Galileo one. Yes, I like that book. It's a really fun one. It is, but he he finished it. Even though he's only reading it a couple times a week, he mm -hmm. finished it in three mm -hmm. weeks. It's an easy one. Yes, it's fun though. So we're this year using Good and Beautiful for our science units for my younger two. My older Elsie has, we have a set of books and I'm going to look it up and put it in the show notes because I can't remember the, the like series title of them, but there's different ones that are like, she's reading biology right now. And it's just a short biology book, but it's like all about biology. And then there's a chemistry one and there's like earth science-y kind of one. Anyway, there's a whole set of them and they're really cool. Brennan read them too for a while. Um, so that's what she's doing this year. And my younger two, yeah, good and beautiful. And we're just doing the... Um, ocean unit right now yes because that's a free one right uh i think i purchased it because i have the oh, actual copy okay. of it um, so i tried them for the my first time last year and i have like been i didn't because i've been away from a curriculum for science for so oh, long right. that it was really hard to go back to one i kind of like it for science to have a curriculum i kind of go back and forth but i prefer for science having one that's a little more scripted and well put together definitely when um, i was in the beginning i for my young had ones. to have my scripted. bigger ones i'm okay with them doing a little more free stuff but so briggy last year it was so fun we would just did science one time a week and so i bought almost every book from gail gibbons and i heard about her on sarah mckenzie's podcast yeah i have a lot of her books what's hers the family read aloud um, no the uh read aloud revival read aloud revival thank you so she had gail gibbons on there one day and i thought this lady sounds amazing so we literally did a different Gail Gibbons book every week. So I own almost all of them. <laughs> and it was so fun. So Briggy and I would read the book together and then we'd go on YouTube and watch videos about sharks. Oh, that's fun. And then he, this probably makes him sound creepy, but he loves natural disasters. So she has books on tornadoes and books on earthquakes and books on like all sorts of things. So then Briggy and I were watching YouTube videos of like biggest hurt earthquake ever. And I'm like, are you going to sleep tonight, so champ? <laughs> They're not gory or anything, but no. like some kids, I think it would be make them very nervous and Brigham was like this is awesome so I love Gail Gibbons um another one I'm like Vanna White for you two people it is the author is Diana Hutz Aston and Sylvia Long probably the um illustrator oh, thank you I was like the drawer um but they have books like a nest is noisy a butterfly is shy or something like that mm -hmm. But the drawings, A Seed is Sleepy, are so pretty. These are some of the most beautiful books, yeah. <gasps> I love these we ones love these so much. So we did, I can't remember, I think it was the Butterfly book, and then we went to the, back in the good old days when things were open, we went to the Butterfly Emporium mm -hmm. and tried to find different butterflies. That's and so, so we did a lot of nature study mm -hmm. with what we were reading. That's fun. So um, I've also used Apologia a lot in the past, um, I did too. over the years. And I, I was just telling Megan before we started recording this, that I was tagged in a post on Facebook, someone asking about um, our stance on this, because as members of the LDS church, Apologia has come out with some very anti-Mormon literature and teaching materials. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of people of our faith that are very opposed to using it because of that. So someone was asking our stance on that. Um, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't, necessarily care <laughs> i i mean that sounds kind of silly but like having grown up in a place where i know members of all faith and 
I'm good with people believing different things. And we talked about this one time. Yeah. But um, I just, I don't know. If people want to put, I, I don't know. I If it's a good curriculum, I'm okay to just use it. So my, and my bad, feelings but... are, I loved Apologia and we had bought a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. And as soon as that came out, I just, I didn't buy any of the new stuff, mm -hmm. but I also haven't used them since I keep them in my bookcase. because My oldest actually still loves to look through them and my kids will look through them because there's nothing in the older ones. And I've never read the newer ones to know. I actually have some of the newer ones and didn't like the style. They changed styles. They changed writers partway through. And that okay. was the thing is like the newer ones, like the chemistry and biology and botany are a different style than the earlier ones. And I really preferred the earlier ones, which are exploring creation through, they go through like the days of creation. It's like, yeah, it's like the earth, the um, water, mm -hmm. um, botany is one. That was yeah. fun. And I've loved those books and we had a lot of fun. We used those for quite a few years. We did all the animal ones because my oldest son is just an animal fanatic and it was the perfect science for him. And we just, we loved it. And I think it's a very well done curriculum. It is very religious and very, um, God based, very God focused, Christian. very Christian, which I'm not opposed to is fine, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, and in terms of like my faith and my stance on that, I'm okay with using it. I respect people for their beliefs and if they want to attack mine, so be it. It doesn't change my life. <laughs> yeah. So I just don't so. use it anymore after they came out with that. Um, but it's funny, all of my, when our battle of the brains, all of our science questions came from oh, the apologia. Um, I'm going to just mention a couple more that we've used and I've been impressed with. And that is Nancy Larson, Noeo Science by Logos Press and Bookshark. And all three of those have really great stuff also that we have enjoyed. Um, um, yeah. So I really liked all three of those. We did Nancy Larson science for a review one year. And I think I did the kindergarten level and it's a really fun curriculum. It came in like a huge box set with tons of supplies and it's really expensive okay. if you want to buy it yourself, but it was awesome. We liked it a lot. And then Noeo science, we liked those a lot too. They have um, like chemistry and physics and different things like that for younger grades. Okay. And my Brennan, who's you know, just all into science, always wanted to learn more about those things. So we used a couple of those and they're literature units. So they have like, it's book focused, literature focused. So they have like books you read and they give you a little reading schedule to learn. And it was awesome. I liked it a lot. It was a good one. Um, I know one year we did Getting to Know the World's Greatest Inventors and Scientists by Mike Benizia. Oh, Venezia. Thank you. I don't know. I don't Venezia. know. <laughs> Italian, right? <laughs> Um, and that was fun because we would do a different one each week and then we would do a, an activity and create something that kind of mimicked that person. Right. So yeah. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but you can his make books are so fun though. We have just, all his artists yes, and, and a lot of his presidents and composers. They're so fun. My kids love those Yes. Yeah, so and my kids were, they always know about random people in history. Uh -huh. And I was like, how uh -huh. do you know this? And that's I'm what like, we use for book. artist study. Yes, I do too. Um, so that's way fun to use that one. And then this year I subscribed to Tinker Crate. Oh, we is do that, what that called too. Kiwi, or is that what they call There's Kiwi and Tinker and Doodle and all kinds. Yeah. So I lost my, in a very good way, but Ethan has been watching the kids for me Tuesdays and Thursday afternoons for me to work. And he started an LDS mission yesterday, which is so exciting. And, um, from home. 
<laughs> yeah. So he goes every day. He goes out. He does a service mission. And so every day he goes out and works eight to nine hours and serves somewhere. And then we get him at night. So That's I'm awesome. super grateful for that. But I lost my helper. <laughs> so Joshi, one of his things he's doing is because he actually has a very beautiful science gifted mind. And I knew the Tinker Crates would be fun. And I actually put it in his name on purpose. And he will, on one, one of the days a week, that's what he'll be doing oh, is so creating. Yeah, we love kids. those too. Those are fun. Yeah. We've gotten them over the years. Yeah. So my husband still doesn't know that I ordered it. <laughs> ah. <laughs> he doesn't listen to the podcast. It's fine. <laughs> but he does all of our finances. So he knows anyway. All right. So our final <laughs> subject, Megan is in like lots of tangents today. That's why we went over 30 minutes. I guess. <laughs> our final subject is math. Everyone's favorite. Woohoo. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm toning it down, Karen. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, currently for math, we are using teaching textbooks. Um, exclusive, uh, not, ex yeah, no, not exclusively. As Brennan My youngest is not. Brennan still is doing it. He's okay. doing the upper levels, the high school levels now. But um, my youngest is using um, Christian Light Press oh, for okay. her math. Yes, I know we have another friend that loves Christian Light. I press. like their math a lot. It's good. Will you keep going with her with Christian Light, or will you eventually have her? I'll switch? probably switch over as soon as they get to like the upper grades. I put them online and let them figure it out themselves. Yes, <laughs> I'm getting really good at math though. As they I know, as I send more kids through it. I'm like, hey, I'm good at this now. I didn't used to be, but it's gotten better. Well, that's and that's I'm not crazy. as afraid anymore. So, so most of my oldest ones did a math book the whole time until they jumped into mm -hmm. that uh, college arena and high school arena. Oh, yeah. And so if they needed help, I was like, I know math now. And so I'm super grateful because when my little kid, kids came along, because some of the math I had to learn right along with the yeah, older kids. Same. And when the little kids came along, they're like, you're so smart. I was like, I know. But like I had to learn fractions. Uh -huh. I don't know why I never Long knew fractions. Division. Ugh. I think I did no long division. Well, I learned these things, but it's been so long since I've done them. And so I literally, like Brennan, my oldest, I was learning it all again uh -huh. right alongside of him because I really had not used it in 20 years, you know? I don't know how many years, but a long time. Yes. And so it's been cool to relearn it, and I actually kind of like it now, and it's It's okay. funny to me that I actually for never being studious when I was an actual student, how much I actually enjoy math. Mm -hmm. And in sixth grade, I was in honors classes of math. And then I realized how, like, that's hard work. So why would I do that? Right. And then I didn't try anymore. And so it's funny now, like I always told my kids, like, I wonder what I was capable of if I would have pushed myself as a child, <laughs> but uh, we're back. So this year, Tess is still doing teaching textbooks. Mm -hmm. And Brigham is back to Saxon. That happened last oh, week. Okay. And uh, he said, I cannot take this anymore. Is he not like the online stuff? He's I, struggling with his school this year, huh? He is. And like, we just mixed everything up. And mm -hmm. it was so funny because I've done a whole YouTube video of what we're doing. And I just wanted, I need, like Brigham's, I need to go back and say like, scratch that. That's not working just for him. Just do a take two. Yeah, take two. <laughs> of just, we're, we're in three weeks into our new term, I think. Yeah. And... He's hates math again. He hates all these things. And he said, I want to go back to Saxon. I don't feel like I'm learning enough and teaching textbooks. I don't feel like I'm getting pushed enough. Mm. He actually is like, he likes math and he doesn't feel like he's learning as much as he could be learning with oh, teaching textbooks. Cool. Good for him. So we started back, back in the Yolden days with Matthew C. Mm. So it's the letter U S E E. Yeah. And I my use that. yeah, so my it has really cool. Um, what are they called? Manipulatives. Yeah, the little like dot uh, blocks. Yes, there we go. And I basically bought that because my neighbor had it. 
-hmm. and I didn't know any other curriculum. Mm -hmm. And my kids learned it well, but it drills so much that they were, they said, I cannot take this any longer mm -hmm. of like, I get it three plus this, you know, like, yeah. do, like yeah. they really mastered repetitive. way too repetitive. So then we switched to Saxon, Saxon or Saxon, Saxon, Saxon. And we felt that way about Saxon. I used oh. it for first grade for Brennan okay. and he hated it because it was the same thing where it was so repetitive. Yeah. And so I know there's a lot of people that I've talked to that, that do love Saxon that do kind of every other problem. It is my favorite. Like that. So it's a good, I know it's a good program. I know a lot of schools use it. And so I think more just private schools. I don't yeah, think private public schools, schools around would. here. Yeah. Um, but so we did Saxon for quite, quite a long time. And then when I was helping six children doing a math lesson, I I was like, this is this is not working. Mm -hmm. um, but Briggy, I was super excited because George, I had always planned on doing Saxon. So I don't start an actual math book until third grade anyway. So with him, I'll just create stuff. But Briggy's fourth grade. So we just grabbed the math Saxon five fours, I think is what it's called. And he does, I just have him do the evens or the odds. Mm -hmm. And so far so good that's Yay. where it just that's in. good so other ones i've used in the past is um ctc is another online program that and we tried that we one both too. Have tried and didn't continue it it's it's okay it's i think it's it doesn't um there's no there's no repetition there's none um, i feel like my kids weren't really progressing much and i didn't know because it's based out of another country if there was that yeah, it's based out of australia Australian. if they're because we are it's not the metric different. system yeah, i don't know like there were just things that I felt like that weren't computing yeah. over to us. Um, but that's mostly, I've mostly just used, I've done um, Christian light math for several years with my kids and it's, it's good. Teaching textbooks and CTC are the three that I've mainly used. But then I have some other like supplement ones that I've done and mm -hmm. I love Beast Academy. I haven't heard of that one. They're so cute. They're like cartoony books. But they're like really hard math in it. Mm -hmm. And it's taught in such a fun way that my kids... I don't do the workbooks, but some people use it as a full curriculum, but I just like the books okay. and my kids will read the books and they learn so much from them and they think they're just funny. And so that's just a fun. And then another fun supplement we love is the life of Fred. I did do and that one with those my Those are kids. tons of fun. And it's, again, I don't use it as a full curriculum, but I know people that have and do and have success there. Yes. I don't know how it would work as a full curriculum. I don't either. But it's a fun it's supplement very, very that we enjoy fun. reading. Mm -hmm. Yes, my kids love the story of Fred. And what does he only drink? The juice. What is it called? Sluicers? Lewis or something like something that. Something yeah. has his doll. Like slushy, basically. Yes. Anyway, it's silly and fun. And it's a whole storyline that is really cute. And so those are fun extras that we do for math. And last year with my kindergartner, I did use the Kindergarten Good and Beautiful Math. And it was really cute and really fun, and she enjoyed it. It was very mom-intensive, a lot oh, okay. of moving parts, a lot of pieces. Um, and this year when I was getting ready to purchase, everything was sold out on The Good and Beautiful. Yeah. And so I was like, well, we'll just go back to Christian Light because I know I like that. And, and I'm really glad I did because her lessons are just it's so simple to do compared to the good and the beautiful and it saves me so much time yeah and that sounds selfish but it's just and she's totally fine with it she's yeah, like oh this say, is great and easy and most of it she's first grade most of it she can do completely on her own right and so i love that yeah that's fun this episode ended up being way longer than we intended partly because i'm long-winded but we wanted to kind of give you a deeper overview. And then what we'll be doing the next four episodes will be our friends' favorites of just history and our friends' favorites of these. And so like Karen shared some today that I have never heard of. 
and we've been friends for a long time and I've been homeschooling a long time. We um, don't know everything about each other yet. I know. I know. <laughs> Every curriculum, that'd be so random. Like, uh, oh, how so creepy is that? That would be creepy. Yeah. And so we just wanted to give you an overview of options. So like my son was saying that he does not like the good and the beautiful curriculum, the language arts. Now you have some other options. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I tried this. And I think you can get a lot of hers for free. So you could Lots try them. Lots of them are there to download for free. Yeah. So I think that's a good way to just try it out and sample it for a couple of days and see how you feel about it. Um, and you can do that with a lot of different ones where you can go out and get sample lessons. And so, yes, yeah, to try it out. That. And I actually, what I like about this other language arts is a lot of the things are put to songs or a chant. Mm. And so like the pronouns and prepositions and all these things. And I like short and sweet lessons mm -hmm. that are not the good and beautiful for me too. Like I almost hated it. And I'm sure that rubbed off on Briggy <laughs> because it was this long, long lesson. And Sometimes now we're going to break super it. long. Yeah. Yes. It's funny. They go from some are like five pages and some are one. And so I never quite know what we're going to get with it. Yes. Which is a little tricky. So but. Tess does hers all on her own. So it's fine. But Briggy, I thought, yeah. meh, let's, let's mix it up champ. So I probably <laughs> won't even do it with George. And so just giving you kind of that power to hear, like, here's a buffet. That's what I was thinking I was telling somebody the other day. Like, your curriculum, did we say this in the other episode? But it's a buffet. And mm -hmm. sometimes you have to know, have other people tell you what, like, this is what I like in this buffet. This is what I yeah. like about it. This is what I don't like about mm -hmm. it. So being willing to try different pieces of the buffet till you find the one that you like the best. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Thanks for listening today. Yeah. And we will catch you next time. See you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Call to Homeschool. Be sure to subscribe and we'd love to hear your comments or questions. You can find all our show notes on calltohome.com. Thank you.